It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, welcome to Paying It Forward, everyone. It's Josephine here, and boy, oh boy, we're going to have a great show today. I'm thrilled to have Steve Thornton with us again today. This is part four of um, of our series, and Steve has done an amazing job. Our first series was all about the fundamentals of how to establish the foundation of your business. Series two was how to know when and how to scale your business. Series three was how to get sales so you have a thriving business. And today's show, series four, is going to be marketing steps every successful entrepreneur should be taking. So everyone, please stay with us. It's going to be an amazing show. You'll want to take out your pad and pencil and take lots of notes. And I'm going to give a quick bio of Steve Thornton, just in case you missed um, our prior shows. So Steve is a CEO of Expect Success Coaching and Training. Steve demonstrates a daily passion for helping others achieve the success that they truly desire. Steve founded Expect Success Coaching and Training over 10 years ago with the sole purpose of helping others achieve their dreams. As a professional business advisor, coach, speaker, and trainer, Steve has facilitated more than 7,000 seminars, workshops, and coaching sessions. Prior to becoming a full-time advisor, coach, speaker, and trainer, Steve was president and founder of Awakening International Corporation, a sales and marketing company. Under Steve's leadership, Awakening, acting as an independent contractor for a nationwide company, advanced to produce over 80% of their national volume. Steve was also involved in the success of two other companies, H2O Systems, Inc., a manufacturer of inline aqueous cleaning systems, and TNA Real Estate Investments, which focused on the rehabilitation of residential properties. Steve is a committed Christian husband and father of two and is dedicated to continuous personal development. The real-world experience Steve's acquired has proven to be invaluable whether he is addressing an audience as a keynote speaker, leading a workshop, or in coaching our clients. So with that, I'd like to welcome Steve Thornton to Paying It Forward. Good morning, Steve. How are you? I am doing excellent this morning. How about you, Josephine? <laughs> I'm doing great. Steve, I have to really thank you so much for being such a part of my show the past couple of weeks. I know that everybody is loving every single show. So um, thank you in advance for everything, for being a part of our show and teaching us sharing your knowledge with us. I mean, you are the perfect example of everything I ever wanted when I decided to do my show. I wanted to go out there and find real successful entrepreneurs who were passionate about what they do and who wanted to share and pay their knowledge forward. You've done that for the past three weeks, and I can't wait to do it again today. So thanks so much, Steve. It's my pleasure, and I know that you know this already, but this is my passion. Being an entrepreneur is not easy, and I'm built for it. I love working with entrepreneurs. <laughs> it's just part of my DNA now. <laughs> I think this is great. So, Steve, this is going to be a really important show. 
Um, I've loved all the other three, but I have to tell you, without marketing, it doesn't matter. And we've mentioned it, this on the prior shows. It doesn't matter how good your product is if nobody knows about it. So I almost think, you know, sales is super important. Let's just start the show off by distinguishing between the two. Are they two completely separate things or does one run into the other? Well, they are definitely two completely separate things, but they do work together hand in hand. And marketing, to just make it really simple, marketing is establishing your branding, your presence, how people think about you. It's really very important from a perception standpoint, but more importantly, marketing is going to bring in those high-quality leads, bring in your potential clients, bring in those customers, and selling is taking those really high-quality leads that, that are you know, positioned properly, pre-sold if the marketing's done right, and the selling process is taking those leads and now converting them into paying customers or clients. Wow. Okay. So that sounds great. Um, I get that process. How can we break down marketing, Steve? Like what's the very most important thing that we can do as far as marketing goes for our businesses? Well, the very first thing everyone needs to think about is you need marketing. We all need marketing but many times we don't have a marketing budget or it's limited or whatever that might be. So the very first thing I would say is start with right where you are right now. Pick a strategy that will work for you. Pick something that is going to be you know, applicable. You can apply it right now where you're at, but you have to do marketing. If you're not doing some sort of marketing, you're really not in business because you have to be getting the word out. People have to know you exist, and you have to be creating potential clients and customers. So, Steve, are we talking about, like, even social media? I mean, it's so strange to me how social media is so different today from even a couple of years ago when I started, you know, my Glovey's product well, social media is very important as part of the big picture, and some people may disagree with this and be a little bit upset, but I can tell you I coach marketing companies. We own a marketing company, and I can tell you even the marketing companies I coach, social media needs to be part of it because of the perception, the branding. People will like that, have the warm fuzzies. It's typically not as effective at getting your phone to ring and to get people to actually reach out and contact you with some of the other marketing mediums, so to speak, or channels. But it is. It's part of the entire marketing infrastructure, and it is important in today's world. Great. So, all right, Steve, let's talk about this. Um, what are some of the most important marketing tips you can give us? Well, one thing I would say with marketing is there's a lot of really intelligent people that have invested millions and billions of dollars actually in, in marketing, but have figured out a lot of things. And many times when I first started coaching clients, and, and some clients are really wanting to go, I have this idea about marketing and I want to go do this. And I say, well, great, let's, let's explore that for a minute. If it's not proven, if it doesn't have a track record, if, if they're not sure exactly how and what's going to happen, I would say put that as a strategy, but start with something that's proven. Marketing, you know, the concepts are absolutely, up, uh, how do I say it? They're universal. You can do it in one area. You can take it and apply it in another area. But don't reinvent the wheel right off the bat. And I'm all about innovation, but I would role model someone else that is doing something very successful and make sure that you're applying that very successful in the beginning and start innovating a little bit later. 
Oh, I love that. And that's so important. You know what, Steve? There are tried and true ways, true ways of doing something. If somebody already figured it out, well, lucky you, you can actually imitate it. And like you said, you know, innovate later on, but get that ball rolling that much quicker. They've invested the time and the money and figured it out. So it's funny. I always felt guilty doing that, but you know, it's kind of a part of doing business nowadays, isn't it? You know, think about a product development. We have the internet and all this great technology. Well, they didn't come up with that from scratch. It was technology for, you know, a couple hundred years that keeps getting a little bit more and they build on that and they build on that. We need to do the same thing with marketing. We need to learn what other people are doing and we need to build on what they're doing and perfect it. But I'll tell you, a really successful marketer, and, and I am very honest, I don't steal, I don't lie, and I won't say that I haven't ever done anything wrong like that because we all have, but I really try to walk with integrity on everything. But as a marketer, when, and, and I preface it that because of what I'm going to say, right. I'm a good borrower or a good thief. <laughs> right. I will right, take what, right. what's working, and I go, oh, that's good. And then I'll tweak it, I'll change it, I'll adjust it for our purposes. But my best marketing ideas are not coming just directly from me. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? It's, it's just the way, like you said, with the Internet there, we have so much more a- access to everything. And, you know, if it works, why not? You know, and we all customize it and personalize it, you know, to our own products and our needs. So it's not the exact same thing. But if somebody figured out a certain system, I think it's a learning process for everybody. And we learn from it and then we apply it. How is that, Steve? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That's exactly right on. It sounds better, right? (laughs) But um, so, Steve, can we take a minute to talk about... um, a marketing plan? Absolutely. A marketing plan, and I'll just tell general and then we can get into the specifics. A marketing plan, you may have four, five, ten different ways you want to market, but the marketing plan, you take what is most appropriate first and you just simply break it down into short-term goals. You know the deadline, you know when and how, you pick the things, you put them in priority of what you're going to do first, second, third, fourth. And then the plan is just, how am I going to implement that? So let's use a, for instance, if someone on their plan, they say, well, we want to do online marketing. Well, we could spend three days on online marketing and say, what are we going to talk about with regards to online marketing? Are we going to talk about pay-per-click, which is phenomenal? Are we going to talk about optimizing our website, search engine optimization, email marketing, follow-up campaigns, very you know, well done with email, uh, display advertising, and on and on and on. The, the list is long. We don't have to do all of it in our plan. We pick the most appropriate. We put them in order, and then we start with number one first. It's really that simple. Perfect. So with that, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back with Steve Thornton talking a little more about marketing plans. We'll be right back, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. 
Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. And I, right before break, Steve, we were talking about um, marketing plans. And it's important to get all of your thoughts down and to prioritize. Is there anything else you wanted to add to that? You know, uh, the plan is important. Because everything, we should get it out of our head, get it on right, or get it in writing, and start, you know, applying that. But I can tell you, uh, well, actually, let me back up for a minute. The plan is important, but applying it is more important. I have witnessed so many people that have a great plan, but they don't work their plan. And that's critical, and we need to pay attention with our marketing plan just because we have a plan doesn't mean we don't readjust it because every marketing plan needs to be written in pencil. Everything needs to be tested and measured. And in the applying of it, if you want to be successful in marketing, you need to keep tweaking and paying really close attention to your results so you can keep changing the information you're getting back. So even though you have, I'm going to do this first, second, third, and fourth, and here's how we're going to apply number one, as you start applying it, you're going to learn things. You're going to understand some of the things you tried did not work or to the degree that you wanted, or some of them, and I've had this happen, worked better than we ever thought. And so you need to adjust and, and even change that plan to do more of that and maybe less of something else. So, Steve, you mentioned about readjusting or, you know, really working on the plan you know, not just writing it down, actually doing it. How often do you think, like, maybe it's a good idea to go to your calendar and just say, do we say every single quarter, go back and look at the plan you wanted to accomplish, where do you stand now and how you can tweak it? Like, how often should that be done? You know, with my goals and plans that I have, I have them all in this nice little folder in order, and I review them weekly and sometimes several times a week. And the larger ones, you, you aren't really making many adjustments, you know, every single week. But the shorter-term ones, you need to review consistently is the, the answer. And depending on what it is, when we get down into the weeds, so the plan needs to be adjusted, look at it in little tweaks here and there, and I would say the very least would be on a monthly basis. But the application of the plans we're talking needs to be watched daily and then looking at certain things weekly and certain things monthly. Wow. Okay, that sounds great. So, Steve, can we take a little peek at that folder? What's in that folder? Is it one big folder with lots of different, you know, other folders and what does that look like? Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's not a lot to do with marketing, but it's very important. So here's what I, I have a routine and I have a checklist and we teach people to do this. But as simple as get up at a certain time in the morning and then it's uh, read in the morning and I pray in the morning and then I have on my checklist review my visions, review my goals, review my plans and then plan my work 
All of those are simple little checklists. So I go right through on this folder, and it doesn't take that long, but I have it so my mind will stay focused on where I want to go, and I will look at the visions. I'll look at where I'm going. I'll look at the plans and my goals. And then when I'm planning, I will move forward with that. Well, if you're reviewing your marketing plan on a consistent basis like that, or at least the high-level things, then you're going to be adjusting it consistently versus waiting you know, a couple months down the road when you should have made a correction sooner. Wow. And then I have a, a simple checklist, so, you know, Josephine, that says doing all of this and did I exercise is on my checklist. That's <laughs> great. If I don't measure it, I'm so busy that I won't do it. <laughs> yeah, but Steve, I love this kind of stuff. You know, it kind of goes back to my vision of the radio show is I always wanted somebody to be like that fly on the wall of really successful entrepreneurs, successful business people. And, you know, so what what makes other people so successful? And I think this has a lot to do with it. I mean, it sounds basic, like you said. And in one of our prior shows, you had said one of the most important things is being organized as an executive. But I personally believe that it's the routines that you establish on a daily basis that gets that those baby steps all turn into big steps and the business grows based on that. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense because everything is about habits and patterns and routines and systems. And, and that's personally how we're going to stay focused. That's in marketing. That's in selling. That's in, you know, how we deliver our product or service. If we don't have those basics, and, and again, there's so much to living this life, uh, let alone being an entrepreneur, that if we don't take the time to get organized, how are we going to stay on top of all of this and still have balance in our life? Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Even just writing the list of what you were saying, your checklist, it goes back to what you had mentioned last week, or actually in two two weeks ago, I think. You were talking about the importance of establishing systems in your business and once the system is established well then it becomes a routine agreed 100 percent. so i think that that's all great all right so steve you also mentioned that the importance of testing and measuring everything can we just expand on that concept a little more absolutely and and to expand on it let me give a very specific example that will point this out. We have established with one of our companies, Pay-Per-Click Audit Bureau, PPC Audit Bureau, our customers that come in and we're doing a, let's say, managing their Google AdWords, they're, they're basically they're advertising on Google and Yahoo and Bing and other places, but we have in place systems that we are measuring and testing certain things every day. So every client, we have certain things we look at every day on how their performance is on the ads that we're running for them. Then we have things that we look at every week and then things we look at every month. But we're split testing, let's say, one ad against another ad that we don't change the entire ad. You change a word on the ad. And then whichever one performs better with whichever word we've changed, you tweak that one, you tweak that one. But we're split testing ads. Never should anyone run one ad. They need to run two ads so it can be split tested. And you can say, wow, this one is converting you know, so much better. And we've increased our own and we've increased our clients' returns by you know, thousands of percents. And, and it's just major, but... It's like a few percent at a time. <laughs> little right. tweak, little tweak, little tweak, but you measure and you adjust as you keep moving forward. And I can tell you as an entrepreneur, many times we get so caught up, we have all this other stuff, and so we have an ad that's running, just to use that same, for instance, and we never tweak it, we never change it, and go, well, let's get me X amount of new leads coming in, where reality is we can have double, triple, quadruple those leads or cut our cost by that much and still have the same performance 
but that only happens by measuring and testing every single thing that we do. Absolutely. All right. That was a great point. Um, it's so funny, Steve, you kind of bring up, um, you know, I'm selling levies on Amazon and once in a while I'll do um, a quick ad. And it's so funny. It goes back to what you just said. If the ad is doing really, really well, I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want to touch it. I don't want to mess anything up. But like you said, if you do go back and revisit it, hey, maybe I'd end up with twice as many hits. So it's a funny thing. It's a lot of it's trial and error, isn't it, Steve? It, it, no question it is. And I have been writing copy and writing ads for a long, long time and doing marketing because, again, when you're in business, you have to do marketing. And sometimes I know that a certain ad is going to work based on experience, and I run it, and I'm wrong. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and so I think I'm right, but it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, Steve? It also happens in reverse when I, I don't know, but I just know for certain things with my gloveys, I was like, this is absolutely definitely not going to work, but I'm just going to throw it out there. And guess what? It takes off. And I laugh so often. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe this is really working. And you know what it has to do? I'll give an example. It was the free shipping for Glovies. And I decided, you know, actually a friend of mine had said to me, you know what? Why don't you change the price of your product? Just add free shipping and make it come out to be the same amount of money. So you're not taking money out to actually pay for the shipping. So just increase the price of the product and offer the free shipping. Steve, can I tell you my business like doubled because I did that? And it makes me laugh because it's not that I reduced the price. It's just the way I was playing around with the shipping and everybody seems to love free shipping. So I guess that's a, an example of what we're just talking about. It's trial and error. That's a great example. And if you hadn't to have tried that, you wouldn't have known. And there's little things like that we can change all the time. We've seen, let's say, in an ad that we're running on the Internet, uh, what, what you might have what's called an extension URL, something you can turn on with your pay-per-click, by putting, let's say, the same reinforced words as the headline. And then sometimes we, we've done that. We've got an increase. But when we capitalize, let's say, roofing estimates, but we capitalize the R and the E and the URL, which is below the headline, we have increased the response by 200%. And one, for instance, by just capitalizing the R and the E. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's great. But it's your expertise, too. I'm sure that has a lot to do with that. But all right. Well, I can't believe we're halfway through the show already. Steve, um, you're helping us so much. You're teaching us so much about marketing here, but we're going to take a really quick break and we will be back shortly. So everyone hang in there and we'll be right back. Thanks. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Hi, everybody. This is Pete Six of Beatles and Beyond. Why don't we all come together and hear some of the tracks off the latest Beatles release on this radio station. Yes, why don't you look up the schedules on this radio station and join me and Beatles listeners everywhere to hear these latest releases from the Beatles on Beatles and Beyond with Pete Dix. Mark Lipinski is coming to Toginet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. A live two-hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. 
Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo, dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out marklepinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. Wednesday afternoon, starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. We have Steve Thornton with us, and we're talking about marketing steps every successful entrepreneur should be taking. So, Steve, right before break, um, we were talking, what were we talking about, Steve? I'm like losing my train of thought here. That's okay. Um, Measuring and and tracking and making adjustments on all of our marketing. Okay. So, we were talking about test to measure everything. So, let's talk about another thing. Um, I have in my notes here, make adjustments based on data and information position yourself as number one or number two. Let's talk about that, Steve. Sure. And we've talked a little bit, so I won't go too much into the making adjustments, but you, you, because you've made a great point on that. Once we, you know, sometimes we're afraid, but split testing is we keep what's working running for us, and we just slightly alter it. And if we can make it better, then we do that. If not, we keep running the entire time, you know, what, what's working. But, Based on data, too many times people, we, we do have to start with gut instincts and experience and, and all of that, but the data doesn't lie. It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what you think. It really matters what do the numbers say. What does the data tell us that we need to adjust? So just really be a numbers person. And I mentioned my, my partner, Dave, sometimes he is a data fanatic. I mean, he collects data on everything. I teach principles, we do it, and I've always done this in all of our companies, but compared to Dave, oh, my goodness, he measures everything, and that's why he's so successful, and we're such a great team because he is a numbers guy. Yeah, I I think that that's so important, and the more you review your numbers, you know, but you have a partner that does it, so he's kind of got your back there. A lot of times as an entrepreneur, it's hard when, you know, especially if you're just working by yourself, but I almost think that's got to be pushed way up at the top of the list. Knowing your numbers is a priority and it's so important. Well, and okay. before we go into positioning yourself, and I know that you mentioned that in your last question, we'll, we'll transition over, but it's true and know your numbers is something that Every entrepreneur needs to know, but it's regarding marketing. But here's, it's regarding not only marketing, but of course, like your numbers, your profit loss and all of that. But I'll tell you what you can do and should do. As an entrepreneur, we shouldn't do all of this ourselves. I rely on Dave to do certain things. We rely on other staff members to do other things. We have a bookkeeper that puts all of our data in for our books. And my job and any entrepreneur's job is to review that. So we don't have to collect it. We don't even have to, you know, understand every little nuance, but we need to review it with those professionals to make sure we're, we're adjusting. So you bring up a good point. So, Steve, like, let's just take your bookkeeper for example. So you have a bookkeeper that comes and she handles all of the everything, right? everything that has to do with your business. Do you have a set established weekly meeting that you have with her to go over that, you know, to go over everything? You know, I do, but actually not even with the bookkeeper. The bookkeeper gathers and puts all the information and keeps us on track, but we do have a weekly on our calendar meeting to go over our books and look at what's coming in, what's going out, and we... We do have, it's interesting you ask, but 
on a weekly basis. We have that scheduled. And my wife oversees our accounting and oversees the bookkeeper and oversees a lot of different scenarios. So my wife and I are actually the ones that meet in that regard. And then we have a CFO that we meet uh, sometimes monthly, sometimes every you know, every other week, but my wife and I on a weekly basis, because she is so detail-oriented on the books and knowing what's coming and going, we make decisions. And where I didn't used to do this as a young entrepreneur, I would just wing it, not know whether we're making money or how much we had to come in or any of that, and that's not very effective. Yeah. Oh, this is great. But it's nice that you do have your wife to kind of be that detail-oriented person because everything takes time. And when there's only a certain number of hours in the day, it's like, oh, gosh, you don't want something to slip through the cracks. But um, you do have to devote that time. So, okay. It's, you know, the reason why I brought that up was because you kind of jogged my memory. I was dating a guy many years ago who was a very, very successful entrepreneur, and he was such a routine-oriented person that at any moment, it didn't matter, you know, what day it was or what time it was. I always knew where he was or what he was doing. So every other Thursday night, he always stayed in the office late. He had his accountant come in, he had the bookkeeper there, and he had, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he might have even had the attorney there, but they would go through every single thing. Every bill that came in, they wanted to make sure that they weren't being overcharged. Everybody was in that meeting, but that's how important it was to his success that he stayed on top of his numbers and they would just meet as just, you know, insurance. Is there any way we can get a better deal? Are we properly covered? And it just kind of makes sense. I don't Great, know, example. <laughs> Great example. Great <laughs> example. I'm just kind of throwing that out there. I don't know why, but I guess it just goes back to knowing your numbers. All right. Let's move on here. So, Steve, make sure you stand out and are unique. What do you think about that? Well, we have to be unique. And, and there's a book, if anyone has not read this, it's called The Purple Cow. And I think it's by Seth, uh, G-O-D-I-N, either Godden or Gooden. But it's a great book. It's a really little short read. But here's the essence of it. It's in the title, which is a great marketing. He's a great marketer. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And if you think about this, if you had a field of cows out there, and they were brown, they were black, they were white, they had spots, but you saw a purple cow or a cow that had purple spots on it, which one do you think you couldn't take your eyes off of? It'd be the purple cow, of course. We all know that. Of course, yeah. So we want to think about that. We want to be unique. We want to stand out. We want to position ourselves as number one or two in the market. It's just like Coca-Cola is number one. Pepsi-Cola is by far number two, but not close to Coca-Cola. Then Some people would guess number three, and that's RC, but it's way, way, way down below. What are the other cola companies out there? It's like, we don't know. So number one and number two, we need to, in our marketing, position ourselves that way. We need to be unique, just not another person that kind of blends in. Let me give you a for instance. There's many people that may be a real estate broker owner or even a real estate agent in their marketing. Well, Are you the jumbo loan home specialist or are you the, you know, luxury home specialist in real estate or loans? You want to say if that's where you want to market yourself, that in your particular niche, in your area, people go, well, if you want to deal with high-end properties, you need to talk with Josephine or whoever that may be. But we don't want to just be that average person And let me give you an example even with our speaking. What I did years ago, this is many, many years ago, but when we founded Expect Success Coaching and Training and I wanted to go out and do speaking, and I positioned myself as America's number one breakthrough coach. And by the way, I still am America's number one breakthrough coach. 
I don't know if there's a number two or a number three or four. That's so funny, Steve, because that was going to be my next question to you. Is it okay to go out there and give ourselves a title that we are number one at this? You know, it. I, I think the answer is yes, and it's worked for you, and you are the number one coach, breakthrough coach, Steve. I think it's great. And, and that's if you don't have a category – Make one up, but we should do that. We should position ourselves as number one or number two. And so in the entire world that I know of, and when it especially was this way you know, years ago when we researched it, there were not people marketing themselves as a breakthrough coach. And by the way, I help people break through phobias. I do things on stage where people have phobias that they've had for their entire life, and in one little session on stage, I get them to break through that. I do that in our coaching session. I get them to break through fears, phobias. I get them to break through by putting their systems and strategies in place. But the point is, I positioned myself. I made it up. So I am America's number one breakthrough coach. I may not be the number one coach or the number one whatever, but breakthrough coach I am. (laughs) That's so funny. I love it. So, um... All right, how are we doing with time? I think we're still good to go here. All right, so Steve, let's talk about, um, you have here, use WIIFM, is that it? Call to actions? What is that, Steve? Well, they're, they're two separate things. So WIIFM, and it's an easy way to remember it. It's like an FM radio station, uh-huh. but remember it this way. You want people to tune in, and what it stands for is, what's in it for me? So funny, what's when you started it, it then I, I, in my mind, I said, for me. Okay, what's in it for me? All right, tell us a little about that. Well, too many times people will market their product or service about their, again, want to say, here's what is important to them, their features, their benefits, their whatever. We need to market to where when someone reads that, it's what's in it for me. Let's say, again, and I'm going to use a for instance, you want to hire somebody. Are you marketing to find the right people? And the answer is yes. There's thousands of other things that someone can do. But when we're running an ad, even to hire someone, they need to say what's in it for me. Many, many people make this, um, this mistake, they'll run an ad that says, we're looking for, and they'll leave all the categories, they'll put down everything they're looking for, and the incredible great prospect that may be a great employee for them looks at that, and they're going, yeah, what they're wanting to know, let's say if you're trying to hire a salesperson, are leads provided? So you can put leads are provided, incredible great training is provided. We have a system that works. We, something that's going to attract those really high-quality people, they're going, wow, they have their act together. I want what they have. It's the same thing in any marketing. We have to put on change positions. If you're a consumer and you're looking at the ads, your marketing, and they look at it, what are the problems you're solving? What do they need? What do they want don't just try to position it from your standpoint. Think of it always from the customer standpoint. How are you going to basically get them to know what's in it for me? Perfect. Well, with that, we're going to take another quick break, and we will be right back with some more great tips from Steve Thornton. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Girlfriend It is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central with your hosts Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriend It principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com 
And then be a part of Girlfriend It, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriendit.com. Don't miss Girlfriend It with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R dot com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. I am just so thrilled to have Steve Thornton with us. So, Steve, like I do on every show, I'd like to just give you a minute to tell my listeners how they can get in touch with you if they have any marketing questions or any questions that um, they'd like answered. Well, uh, you can contact me via email, and that is steve at expectsuccesscoaching.com or steve at leadzillion.com or Steve at ppcauditbureau.com. So it's um, any of those get right to me. You can even call me directly at 928-525-9690, and that is my direct number. So if I'm not on the phone or in a meeting, I will definitely answer and pick up and help you in any way I can. But feel free to reach out, and I would love to assist anyone. Perfect. So, Steve, before we wrap up our show with the five best business tips like we usually do, can you give us a little more background on Leadzillion and what you do with Leadzillion? Absolutely. Leadzillion is a company that, just like the name, we provide zillions of leads for our clients. But what we do is we help them get the right leads. So we will do that in many different ways. One of our products is a different company, and it's the website PPC Audit Bureau, but that's a division of Leadzillion. So we help our clients through proper advertising and marketing on the Internet. We are in that top tier, just a really, really great marketing company, but we don't have top tier pricing, just so people would know that. But then we also help our clients establish an online five-star reputation and then we help them market that reputation. And in my opinion, that's, it, that's a brand new industry, but it is cutting edge. And in today's marketing, if we want to talk about a marketing tip, you know, almost everyone goes on the Internet right now to find out what other people are saying about you. It's important you have them on your website, you have testimonials and so forth. It's important in a lot of ways, but people want to know what, people are saying on, let's say, Yelp or Google Plus or on, you know, third-party sites where they get to use, you know, their words and write. And so what we do is we help our clients get those reviews, and then we take them and we leverage those reviews in many, many ways for them. And we, we are at the cutting edge of that entire industry. Wow. It sounds really, really great. So thanks for sharing that with us, and I hope some of my listeners would really, you know, take the time to go to your website and to even contact you to see, you know, I have a feeling, 
you know, Steve, it just goes back to what you had said prior that a lot of your customers have, you know, doubled, quadrupled their businesses because of their relationship with you. So I hope our listeners will really take advantage of reaching out to you. Okay, so with that, Steve, let's wrap up our show with your five best business tips. I love the fact that you're so organized. So if you want to throw in some organizational tips, feel free, Steve. (laughs) 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 To bring it down to five is tough, but I'm going to, since today we're talking about marketing, I'm going to throw some things out there that we haven't even talked about because someone can go back and, 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 you know, take their notes. So one thing we want to do, here's another tip, great tip, create curiosity. And in your marketing, don't try to tell everyone everything. And in selling, you don't want to tell everyone everything. You want to create curiosity so they have a sizzle, but they need more. And there's an art to that, but it's very important that someone goes, oh, wow, yeah, I, I understand from a high level what they're doing, but I need to know more. I need the details. And so you have to really be good at doing that. And so that's something that I would say. Another thing, call to actions and urgency. They work in marketing. That's why everyone does them. That's why on infomercials, they put a timer up there, even though we all go, yeah, that commercial is going to come on tomorrow too. But it's so funny, it works. So like dry cleaning coupons, we look at that expiration date. If we're going to use something like that, and we're like, oh, wait a minute, that's expired. Even though there will be another one in the paper next week, the point is use call to actions, use urgency. A call to action is another tip. So urgency is one. Creating curiosity is one. Call to action is another one. I have to tell you one thing about the call to action, Steve. I usually don't make a big blunder like this, but I was getting in touch with some of the big, big buyers that I have seen. My numbers are doing so great great with um, Amazon and with my Glovey sales. I said, you know what, let me reach out to some some of these people. And there were three specific people within the company that I was sending an email to all three of them. Just as a follow-up, just wanted to let you know my numbers are looking really, really great. Steve, do you know I never put a call to action in that email? (laughs) And I was put in a position where I'm saying the kids are coming home from school. Do I hold off on this email and send it out tomorrow morning or should I just get it out there even though it's like 99% done? And I just said, you know what, it's better I get it done. And I hit send. And Steve, I almost had a heart attack. I reached out to one of the guys and he said, Josephine, your email was really, really great, but you've got to put a call to action. And it, it makes all the difference in the world. It's like people get it and they're like, okay, now what? You have to put that call to action. So that was a big mistake I made this week. I'm still beating myself up over it, Steve, but I'm so glad you brought it up so everybody can learn from my mistake. Always make sure that call to action is in there. And I think most people even understand what a call to action is and why it's so important but I'll just emphasize it a little bit. When we, and it's proven, by the way, this is like marketing basics, but when we drop a basic, we drop you know, our results down dramatically. But the call to action says, contact me right away, or call at, or contact. It's that simple. It's asking them to take an action. And if we don't ask people to take an action, the likelihood of them taking an action drops down dramatically. And we think, well, no, people are going to connect the dots. They're going to take an action just because, hey, they see I have this product or service. If they need it, they'll call me. Well, it's not true. Our brain doesn't work like that. It's, it's kind of interesting when we study the brain. It doesn't work without us making a suggestion. Like if I ask you right now, you know what, why don't you go ahead and think about an elephant? Does the elephant have big ears or kind of smaller ears? Does it have tusk or not? Is it gray or is it brown? Describe the skin to me. As we ask people to do that, their brain goes there and thinks that way. It's the same thing with the call to action. Before that, you could have thought of an elephant, but if I didn't ask you to, your brain won't go there. So it's the same thing in marketing. We need to do a really good call to action to ask people to do what we want them to do. Perfect. 
Wonderful. Okay, so I think we got three tips in there, right, Steve? Absolutely. Here's another tip. Okay. Repetition. Repetition is absolutely uh, critical to marketing. And when I say that, I've had people, and I'm, I'm going to use it for instance, I had someone that their service, I was really interested in finding out more. And I'm a busy guy, and I try really hard to get back with people, but this person left a voicemail for me. They called up. They were cold calling. Well, that's marketing. We can say that's selling. That's selling and marketing, but that was part of their marketing. And I was, had great intentions to call them back. I didn't. They called back a few days later. I didn't. Finally, after three contacts, I said, you know what? I need to get back in touch with them. And it's so important that we understand we're all busy and we all have many, many things that vie for our attention that if that person hadn't to call back, I probably would have seen a thousand ads by the time a week goes by or probably more than that or you know, just all sorts of things that are going on. So it's the same thing with repetition in our marketing. We have to make sure that we don't do something one time and go, wow, that's going to work and work all the time. So we want to stay in touch with phone calls. We want to stay in touch with emails that keep branding us. We want to keep doing repetition to where finally you go from the back of someone's mind to the front of their mind and they think about you. Perfect. And that's so, so important, the repetition. I agree with you, Steve, because I don't know, especially with small businesses, we're wearing so many different hats. And like you said, I could have it on my list of things to do on Monday and think in my head Monday morning, okay, I'm going to get to this. I'm going to make this phone call. And sure enough, it's still on my list of things to do on Wednesday. So the fact that somebody is making those repetitive phone calls, don't look at it as a nuisance. And if you are the person making those phone calls, you know, it's just a gentle reminder to always stay in front of somebody's mind so that they will do the call of action. So I think, you know, I think it's just important to realize you're making those phone calls to make that person's life easier, not to be a pest. And I think that helps a little, right, Steve? Uh, no question about it. It's, it's interesting. We have a daily inspirational message that goes out five days a week. And we have people that forward that to dozens of people. I mean, we've had people that tell us, you know, I'm sending it to my entire database. And the point is, we're being branded five days a week with a really, and I like the daily inspirational messages. People tell us all the time it just is what they needed to hear. And so we give little tips every single day. But from a marketing standpoint, when we're doing that, we have our you know, called actions on the side. They can opt in for a coaching session or a training or, you know, to get some free stuff. But the point is, if I picked up the phone and called the people that are receiving those, even if they don't read them every day, they know who I am, even if I've never met them personally. And it's amazing how that repetition gets us in front of people and they go, oh, yeah. In fact, I, it's funny. I do that every once in a while. I haven't done it in a while. But people will tell me all the time, I get your daily uh, things that you send out. They'll say or whatever. That's uh, so your messages. funny. And, and they'll, they just like they know me, and it's fantastic. What rapport and what trust I have versus if we didn't do that, they wouldn't know at all who I was. Wonderful. Well, Steve, I, we're coming up on um, the close of our show, the close of our four-part series, and I just want to thank you again from the bottom of my heart for taking so much time out of your hectic, busy schedule to pay your knowledge forward to my listeners. So, Steve, thank you so much for being part of Paying It Forward. Josephine, it's been a great four weeks, and I want to thank you, and I'm sure your listeners do for taking the time to do this. It takes time for you to do this continuously, and, and I know how much energy and effort it takes. We do a weekly training that we do you know, every Wednesday, and that's for, it's a webinar anyone can get on. But to prepare for that and get the content and just do that and then you know, do all the other things that you have to do to make this program work is probably more effort than most people actually realize. So 
I want to give you just, and if we were all in a room, I'd say, let's everyone give her a round of applause because <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> You're so sweet, Steve. Well, you've been a true pleasure. And everyone, I want you to have a wonderful, productive week. If you did not listen to our other three prior shows with Steve Thornton, you definitely don't want to miss them. So have a wonderful week, everyone, and we'll see you next week on Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Tarasi on Togginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons learned, both good and bad, and sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. And for more great ideas, information, tools, tips, and tricks in life and in business, join us next week for more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com.